Hi, I'm Jackie. And I'm Kelsey. And we're movie critics. JK! JK! And we just watched <laughs> the, the Social Dilemma! Social Dilemma. Yes, the Social <laughs> Dilemma on Netflix. It's a docudrama, I think is what it said. And it's um, basically yeah. it's a tech experts sound the alarm on the dangerous human impact of social networking. Yes. So. Uh, that's an interesting I, that's an interesting way to describe it. And the docudrama was kind of weird to me because it's like part documentary, part scripted. And some of those felt like kind of weird to me. Did it feel like, I don't know. So weird. Like a little too cheesy. I was like, what is this? Like, <laughs> I wish they would have kept it just documentary style. It was all of a sudden like, okay, now here's the guy from Mad Men pretending to be like <laughs> Like it's like I'm watching Inside Out, the, yeah. the Pixar movie. Right. I don't know, those parts were cheesy. I wish they would have just kind of kept it documentary style, but whatever. It was really weird because it was like, oh, all these dudes are talking, and all these computer dudes are talking like documentary style, and then they cut over to this like family who's like, you know, how the social media stuff is affecting all the people differently, and like. It was just a little bit too, like, I don't know, like, people hear this kind of stuff all day long. I don't need to see it in the movie. You know what I mean? Kind of where it's like, kids, put your phone down. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it was. that. Those parts were way too cheesy. Where, like, the mom grabs the the cookie jar that locks. And yes. Puts, I mean, and like, I mean, come the on. devices in it. Puts the device I feel like it, it would have been easier to take it more seriously if it would have just been the documentary style. And those parts I did like. For um, sure. Well, yeah, because she mean, like she goes and puts it in this cookie jar that locks for an hour, and then like the little the youngest daughter like gets up and breaks the cookie jar like with a hammer. And they yeah, were just it was like, so cheesy. They were just like, "Oh, what'd you do that for?" Like it was so weird, and I was like obviously you guys suck at parenting because like you should be able to say put your phone down and we're gonna sit and talk and it's like if you you know I don't know I should, like the kids were annoying me and the parents yeah. were annoying me like it was all just weird but yeah, again not a mother no yeah <laughs> <laughs> but Jillian like says that on true crime obsessed for those of you who don't know what that's from. oh yeah not a mother but um the things that I that I did actually like that were kind of dramatized was like when they were showing the it was kind of focused on like the middle child who um and then it kind of showed like a dramatization of like the the controllers like Ratatouille in his head that are like looking at every single thing he touches and then changing his social media stuff like to keep his attention and stuff like I did kind of enjoy that was kind of cool it kind of like you know um kind of made it a little bit easier to understand because a lot of this I really didn't understand like I don't know about you but I was like this is getting a little too techy yeah well and okay so to explain that like the documentary part of it was multiple um people who like have worked at Google or Instagram or Facebook. And so they're talking about the products literally because they had a part in like one guy like helped create the like button and different things like that. So it was kind of cool that it was coming straight from the experts, but they definitely, I mean, 
said some stuff that I didn't quite understand and is yeah. a little bit over I think most people's heads like it's not like watching this is going to make you at least it's not it didn't make me want to delete my social media but no. it definitely I mean it sparked conversation for sure for sure it definitely made me think um about all of that and how how it how social media affects just so many things without like you even realizing it I feel yeah. like they could have done a better job at making it a little bit more concise and easy to understand. Cause like mm-hmm. at the beginning they keep teasing it. Like, so what's the problem? And they all go, well, it's such a complicated answer. Like it's not, they can't just answer yeah. it in like one sentence and we can't explain it in one sentence. But mm-hmm. I do feel like I understood. Um, so that's what I was saying about that. The, the middle kid and the the robots controlling you know his social media based on what he's looking at what he looks at the longest what he looks at the least longest and it goes to show you that that's really how social media works like they're sitting there it's not like a person but the computers are tracking you like how long you spend on family stuff how long you spend on friend stuff how long you spend mm-hmm. on politics you know entertainment yeah and so like it it changes based on what you're doing and it changes rapidly so like it's always monitoring you and seeing exactly how long you're spending on things and I found it was weird I remember thinking this because I don't remember who I think I was maybe Angela your girlfriend who I was talking to and like she had her Facebook pulled up and have you ever had that when you like look at somebody else's Facebook and you're like it's like a totally different world than mine even though it's the same thing how it's like really it's it's exactly the same as yours but it's also completely different from yours because it's so targeted to you specifically and and it kind of reminded me of that movie um her remember with Joaquin where he's like Uh has a relationship with the computer whatever it's like everybody has their own relationship with their Facebook and everybody's is so different and it's like, yeah, everybody has it, but everyone's is different. Like, it just kind of, when you start to think about it that way, it just gets really, really crazy, really wild, you know? Like, it is wild, yeah. And I think that's the point they were trying to make, you know, is that, I mean, it's so different for everyone, and that's what people don't understand. And then people get so divided over things. They're yeah. like, how did you not see that? Like, I saw this article and this article, but it's like, those articles were fed to you based on exactly what you like because they're trying to make money off of you and while some articles can be true they also said in the documentary that fake news travels six times faster than real news people are more interested in that and and spread it so then there's these fake things going around that people are believing and seeing so then you don't know what to believe you know right what not to believe it all just becomes very skewed and you know the internet can be good for a lot of things and I feel like it I don't know. It's exposed a lot of people who needed to be exposed and different. I don't know. But yeah, um, it is. I mean, if you don't think you're being every move on your phone is being tracked, then you're not you're very naive. Right. <laughs> it, it, it I mean, we all know that they're listening to us and that they know exactly what we're doing. But it's even to a higher degree than even you realize like it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's exactly so like what you were saying about like they're going to show you things that that they know that you'll agree with 
they're not going to show you things that they know that you're going to disagree with because then you'll just like get mad and shut Facebook. And that's the last thing they want you to do. So like, yeah, you know, if it's like, if, if, if you loved coffee and I love tea, it's like, they're only going to show me stuff that has to do with tea. And they're only mm-hmm. going to show you stuff that has to do with coffee. And it's like, you can't even begin to think about the other side because it's like, it doesn't exist. It's like, it's, yeah. it's irrelevant. It's not important because it's and not that, the same as what you believe. Right. Yeah. And that one lady on there, I forget, she was the one with the blue hair. Um, so oh, yeah. if you've seen it, you'll know who I'm talking about. I like how she said that, you know, she follows different things that have opposing views from her right. um, so that she sees both sides, you know, of, I I guess, you know, to not necessarily trick it, but just to kind of keep her news feed um, from being completely one sided and trying to cater to that one thing. Right. You know, it's kind of good to follow like different types of things. And then the one guy was like, you know, with the long dreads or whatever was like, yeah. tri- you know, trick them, start getting on your phone at different times. Don't click on the <laughs> recommended videos and all this. Yeah. Stuff. But basically, they're just going to keep trying different algorithms until they get one that, you know, keeps your attention. And even once that kind of starts to your attention starts to fade, they're going to try something else. And by they, I mean, whatever the computer system, the computers. Yeah. And that's yeah, like, because at first you start to go, well, what's the big deal? Like, if they're only showing me things that I want to see, because I was like, why is it such a big deal? But then they showed all these, you know, like just ways that it can go horrible. I forget where they said, was it Myanmar, the country? And they were like, there was something that spread so rapidly about this like particular um, section of Muslims, I think. And, and I don't know, I don't know anything about the country and I know I'm probably saying all this wrong, but it was like, it just made like one group get totally ostracized. I mean, like people were murdered. There was, riding in the streets it was like a genocide almost you know like a holocaust almost because of all this information that was spreading on Facebook and it was feeding it to people that were it's like you you're already fired up about it and then you see it on Facebook and then you read the comments about all the people that are angry about it like you are and then you just feed off each other and then it becomes this huge overwhelming thing that it's like this isn't even real this isn't even actually a thing but like Facebook made it a thing and like people died and honestly like that's what I feel because like I'm always telling the you know like our parents generation the boomers like you got to quit watching the news right you can't watch Fox News you can't watch CNN you can't watch anything because all they do is like they each have their side and it's just like we hate the other side and everything we do is right and everything they do is wrong. And they b- both sides do it. And so I'm always telling them, you got to quit watching the news. And then I was like, oh, I never really realized that like with our generation, because I don't feel like our generation watches the news, like news like that. We get all of our information on social media. And mm-hmm. so then like you're, you see something on social media. Again, you look at the comments, you join groups and you start like feeding off of other people and what the things that they believe in, that's the same as you. And then like, it just grows out of control and then there's rioting in the streets and then there's, you know, it just, it becomes things that it shouldn't be like, Mm -hmm. 
it just it gets out of control and like I honestly feel like it's not it's not just watching the news it's also social media that you have you literally have to take everything you see on the internet and on the news I think for that matter with a huge grain of salt like you just have Mm -hmm. to like assume that it's um this was catered to you and so it's telling you kind of what you want to hear and like they kept saying on the thing the facts are irrelevant this is facts like as like related to you facts to somebody else it's not fact and so it's like you just it's really hard to wrap your head around it's Mm -hmm. it's a lot but and yeah, I'm not going to say, like, one is right or wrong, but I'm going to even say, for example, like, with the coronavirus stuff, like, yeah. I could have a conversation with a family member and be like, well, did you see that article about, like, how masks are working and this and that? And then they could easily come back and say, well, did you see that article about, like, how masks aren't working? You know, like, yes, it's, there's absolutely, and I'm not saying one's right and one's wrong. I'm just saying, like, no, there's both sides. Yes, there's you always. Could, there's always Mm -hmm. like two completely opposite sides and it's like you're either one or the other and which is why like I mean America is so divided like almost 50 50 on everything and like Bobby Bones always always says like the truth is somewhere in the middle probably you know like yeah it's somewhere in the middle there if we could just find some sort of commonality and like realize that if we came together things probably be a lot better Um, right it's just like like your side is probably a little bit right but it's also a little bit wrong it's not that either side is worse Mm -hmm. than the other because let's be real they all do the same stupid stuff you know yeah yeah not to make it political but kind of i mean it's just like yeah (laughs) it comes down to like the stuff that you see i I mean that's kind of what forms your opinions i don't know yeah for sure. I know. And it was interesting, the quotes that they they kept talking about how, you know, when they created Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat and all of them, how they're like, we didn't look at it as a tool to be used for this kind of division in America. They look at it as a positive thing. But like, of course, because, you know, like with Facebook, we all get to keep up with our family members we get to see pictures all the time you know um Mm -hmm. instagram it's like everybody uses them differently right and twitter how you can news up to the minute i mean you know you can follow so many different people and celebrities and all that stuff but then it's like we as human nature we we as humans we ruin everything you know (laughs) like we seriously there's there's things that can be used for good but then there's also the flip side where it's bad and it almost usually it's like the bad is way worse than anything good you get out of it right and that's just kind of what we do yeah exactly like they were saying you know like families have been been reunited like even I would go to say that crimes are easily more easily solved you know um, yeah like different information like that is very help very helpful Um, right but then you've got the trolls and right the trolls yeah like word can travel so fast like if there's a missing child in your area it'll show up on your facebook with a picture or you know there's things like that will happen and like you know i've i'm sure you've noticed um on facebook it's like every time i look at it there's like vote stuff at the top like Mm -hmm. make sure you're registered which those are things for good but then it's also like you know 
it's just it's like we shouldn't have to have a Facebook thing to convince people to vote. We should just do it. But we all know that like lots of people just don't vote, which I don't get. I always I always vote. I say I always vote in the big elections I do. But yeah. um you know, I don't know. I just like it's kind of it's such a huge tool. Social media is a huge tool and like we don't even realize that we're feeding into it by you know, you'd see it all the time, like where you'll see your mom and she'll go, oh, did you see that video on Facebook? And then I'm like, oh, no. And, you know, and, and it's like, oh, they were talking about the masks, you know, and then you just start talking about it. And then it's like news, this quote unquote news or info that your mom has is spreading to you. And you're like, well, I wonder if that's true. And then you tell somebody else. And then before you know it, everybody does think it's a fact, you yeah. know, like, I don't know. It was just it was. It was honestly like really interesting, um, a little too techy, but I would say it's like mandatory viewing for literally everyone. Anyone who has social media, like I feel like it would, it kind of puts it in perspective, like where you can see like, yeah, you think that by just looking at it a few minutes a day, it doesn't do much, but it does more than you think. It and definitely does. You're right. It brings it, it to feeds your attention. Right yeah it feeds right into their um they know exactly they know exactly what they're doing um they they make so much they were talking about how the people who started social media it's like uh, you know if you compared them like in the scale of their money compared to like people back in the day who like you know all the money that came you know from i don't even know what all kinds of things you know the creation of things in the past it's like their value the social media the money that they have made is like astronomical amounts like it's you can't even compare it to anything else even like you know the car yeah the maker of the telephone right you can't even compare it to stuff like that because it's so far off the chart so it's It's just so much bigger it's so much bigger than you think and i mean so yeah they said i would say that it's like mandatory viewing I wish that it was done a little bit better. Like I said, it's sometimes it's a little hard to understand, but definitely after watching it, like it, and what was it like 90 minutes? Yeah. Like, I definitely understand it more. Like it's, it's definitely still not easy to explain, but like, um, yeah, some of the guys that like started Twitter and stuff and they're asking them at the end, they're like, do you let your, kids have any social media and he's like absolutely not no social media (laughs) at all for my kids absolutely not Mm -hmm. and that's what I think like is so um this was another thing I was gonna say that was the part that was really super interesting to me was like the the middle school age kids and younger yes how like you know because high school you know you're almost an adult you practically you know but like middle school they're talking about how So if you compare it to like TV, because even kids younger than 10 might have their own Facebook and they're like, if you look at it like TV, they have Sunday or Saturday morning cartoons. We all watched cartoons like that when we were kids. And like the advertising is extremely controlled. Like you're not allowed to advertise cigarettes during the Saturday morning cartoons or drinking or whatever, you know, like you're not it's got to be geared towards children mm-hmm. right and so like it's I never you never realize I never realized that it happened until like 
with um tessa our i call her my niece she's our cousin's yeah, our daughter <laughs> but like she whenever i'm watching something with her and like you start seeing commercials for toys and it kind of is like oh i remember like always seeing commercials for toys when i was a kid because like that stuff was geared towards you at the time now it's not geared towards you because you know you've you're on of course you're not playing with toys anymore but it's like that's just as much a part of it like the controlled ads was just as much of a part of it to me that it's like this feels like when I was a kid because it's commercials with toys Mm -hmm. you know does that make sense yeah no that makes sense so like they're saying if you know we regulate that why don't we regulate like you know facebook twitter instagram anything to be more stuff that's appropriate for kids and not just bombarding them with you know oh post this picture and if it doesn't have enough likes i'm going to take it down and then i'm going to post another one where i'm did 20 filters on my face and i look different and so now i'm going to get tons of likes and so obviously i need to look more like that you know like kids at that age are just they're very impressionable and it's Mm -hmm. like you know you have to kind of protect them at all costs they don't know that they have to take it all with a grain of salt and shoot Mm -hmm. even most adults don't know that yeah for sure (laughs) and how like someone said something about her ears on a post so then she was like holding her ears and kind of looking at you know right like her friend is probably just like trying to be kind of funny like if she heard her say it in person she might have just been like oh my gosh I'm totally kidding or she probably never say that in person or she would never say that in person so yeah then she's like oh then she's like pulling her hair down and trying to hide her ears to like get this you know perfection goal of like this is the best that I can look when like that's not reality you know like all those filters and stuff on snapchat and how you can like fine-tune your face like that's it's ridiculous I don't know um but I don't and I always I always feel like I must break the algorithm because I'm just not (laughs) (laughs) like I'll because honestly like I I don't look at Instagram every day I don't look at Twitter even once a week um the only thing I look at every day is Facebook and I usually look at it kind of like first thing in the morning or like in the morning while I'm drinking my coffee or something and I'll get my you know previously on this day and get my memories and like see if anything is going on but like I look at family stuff and like that's it I don't Mm -hmm. like look at news on Facebook I don't you know even it's surprising this I was gonna say you know how they have those recommended videos yeah and then it's like you go into it that's when they're tracking you the most because it's like they're watching to see how long you watch this video and they're like fine-tuning it going oh okay she really likes dog videos but she really really loves kids falling down videos even more so if we show her more of those she's gonna stay on Facebook longer yeah (laughs) they just want you to stay on there and how I like how they brought to the attention to our attention the notification how you know it'll be like Oh, oh he hasn't been on his phone in a while let's bring up this memory or let's, let's send a notification that this person tagged him and just remind him of that. And so then instead of showing you the picture on your screen or showing you the memory on your screen, they, it'll just say that you have a memory from 2014 so that then you have to click on it and go into the app and then bam, now you're on the app, you know? Right. And then you're going to obviously scroll for a while. Right. They got you. Yeah. And they got you exactly. And so Yeah, I was going to say that was some of the things that they said, like ways to change it and ways to not feed into it was like 
turn off your notifications. You don't need to know Mm -hmm. as soon as anybody comments on your Facebook posts, like, you know, Instagram or anything, just turn it off. You know, like you don't need, you don't need to be getting told. Um, It said, never click on the things that are quote unquote recommended for you. Mm -hmm. They're only going to be showing you things that they know that you'll like, which obviously sounds okay. But then it's like, then you're not really getting like a true sense of the world sort of it's just your view of the world which is not healthy you know Mm -hmm. and And I feel like like, oh god go ahead no 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 you (laughs) I love uh, (laughs) the other thing was be sure like on twitter or instagram or whatever follow people that you don't agree with or follow people that you don't like and just like you know, you don't have to like look at, you know, look at all the comments that people are writing, but just see if it changes your, your worldview a little bit. You yeah. Know? Even 1%. Right. Exactly. I know it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like this, this more than other one, like um, stuff we've talked about. I mean, we are, we're giving a little bit of spoilers, but it's different with documentaries like this. Cause it's more of like a PSA. I feel like it's something that needs to be discussed. For sure. I think it I think it definitely is. And I think that this is like I was reading some articles online. It seems like it is creating somewhat of a discussion. And honestly, they were saying like I kind of feel like what needs to be the what the resolution can be is like it does need to be regulated. Like yeah. For children under 10, they're only shown these things. And for people 10 to 15 or whatever, it it changes based on age Mm. and that like I wish what I wish is that like it was not like um concentrated on me specifically like I just want to see like what everybody's seeing like yeah I want it to you know be like we're all getting the same news we're all getting the same stuff and then make your opinion based on that and that just like doesn't exist which is so weird to me like that's true because they're they're more focused on you staying on it and being interested than seeing what everyone else might be seeing but yeah I mean it Angela and I like talked about it for about 15 minutes like even after and during I mean Mm -hmm. we you know so I feel like it's just like something that's good for everyone to watch well do you like when you're on your phone like what do you feel like you look at the most I never really click on the recommended videos, but like I'm definitely on Instagram more than anything else, like more than Facebook, more than Twitter. Um, And I actually don't have my notifications turned on for Instagram and Facebook because there's two types of people in the world. The ones that have like 200 notifications and the ones that can't stand a red dot on their phone. I'm the kind that can't stand the red dot on my phone. And so I'd get like, I'd have different things turned on on my Facebook that I've slowly turned off like, um, who I don't know just different notifications that ended up sending me more than I really needed to get you know um, right about different groups and stuff and anyway I just ended up turning the notifications off completely so that I'm not constantly like oh another red dot like I gotta get that off my phone so right yeah that's I, me too <laughs> I just go into the app whenever I'm just thinking about it and feel like it um, yeah and so then it'll show me my notifications on there but whatever anyway back to what you asked me um, mainly I look at like I look at the Instagram posts on my feed. I don't ever go to the like explore page or anything like that. Yeah, but no, I, I don't do that either. I do, do look at different use... people's stories. 
do you still use, oh, you stories? Do you still use Snapchat? Is that still a thing? I so I do still use Snapchat, but not a whole lot. Like I don't look at any stories on Snapchat. I only look at people's snaps really if they send them directly to me. You know, because mm-hmm. then I do still have my notifications on for for that. Um, yeah, that's and, a little different. That's more like, but and still, I, you I can snap turn it like off, the yeah. same four or five people every day. Um, right. And you're not snapping like random strangers. No, and I don't I hardly ever like post on my story on there either. Um but I yeah. do yeah, I do still use it just mainly for that, but it's just with like those couple of people really. Yeah, and even one of the guys was talking about he's addicted to his own email. Like it's not yeah. even just social media, it's it's everything. It's your phone in general. They were also saying another good thing to do is like after nine o'clock, there's no phones allowed in the bedrooms, period. You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Something that I do, because like as years ago I got my phone set up to where I can get like my work emails on my phone. And I was like, I don't wanna be like looking at work stuff when I'm not at work, if it's not something that I need to look at right now. So like I have it set to where I get the email as soon as it comes in, but it doesn't make a sound. It doesn't do anything. It just like shows up. So I see it that I got an email and I can kind of look at the first couple of lines and then I'm like, okay, I don't need to look at that until tomorrow. So like, you know, just as you're using your phone, like you'll be texting somebody and then it's like, you know, you can see if there's a, if there's any emails that I need to look at and then it's like, Oh, that can all wait till tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. just like, I don't, I don't think about work when I'm not at work. I try not to. And it's different now because we're all like not at work ever, but um, <laughs> you know, the only like notifications I have turned on are like text and um, phone and like Facebook messenger, which I don't talk to people, but you know, it's like, if somebody sends me a message, I might, but like, so I don't, I don't get that many notifications and, and I always feel, cause this is again, me, I'm like, may, and maybe it's my age, you know, I'm almost 40, but like when I'm on my phone, I'm not looking at social media. I'm either looking at the internet, like looking at inter, you know, like e-news or something, or I'm playing a game. Like I'm just sitting there, like just entertaining myself for a few minutes like nine times out of ten I'm playing the stupid coloring game that I play all that (laughs) time (laughs) so you know but it it all depends on you know where you're at like in your life your age everything Mm -hmm. and because I feel like this with my own mom she'll get stuck on Facebook and it's like I can't talk to her or anything like I'll have to be like mom can you put the phone down because I'm talking to you and you're not even you know, so it's not just young people for sure, but no, definitely not. Yeah. You know, anyway. Um, but yeah, that's, I would say, I would say, watch it. I would say everyone should watch it. You will find it interesting. You do kind of have to, you're going to be real confused kind of at the beginning where they keep kind of going. So what's the problem? And it takes them like, really like an hour to explain it all so just give it some time yeah for but sure. it is it is very interesting for interesting. sure to say the least mm-hmm. yeah so shall we move on to some pop culture 
We shall. Or do you want to hop over to what we've been watching first and then go into pop culture? Oh, sure. I don't really have anything because I don't really have anything new to report. Have you been watching anything? That's cool. Yeah. And I'll be quick with mine. I've only been watching one thing really that's new and um, it's Ratchet on Netflix. Oh, yeah. It looks. It, I saw that. I was good. excited for that because obviously Sarah Paulson's in it and um, it just from the trailer, it gave me gave me um, American Horror Story vibes. And it is, yeah. like, by Ryan Murphy, so no wonder. Um, and it was good. It was – it kept – I'll say this. Like, I was interested in the episodes, and it kept me hanging on just enough at the end to where I was like, okay, okay, I, okay, I do want to know what's going to happen next. And then it definitely leaves off at a cliffhanger of sorts for a season two, um, which oh. I'll oh, definitely so watch as well. It. Yeah, it's only eight episodes. Um, do you know what the the original story is from like are you familiar with it and I don't from the movie one flew over the cuckoo's nest I'm not familiar with it but I do know that it's based on a character from that uh okay ratchet or whatever um but no I am not really familiar with it are you well I mean yeah I've seen the movie and I was familiar you know I know the character and stuff um and it's um i don't know how closely they follow it and how much you know is based on but that was her name and it's like a thing people will like say nurse ratchet like you know mm-hmm. it, which which means you're the worst you're really mean so and see she wasn't um, the character actually was pretty likable i felt like and well i think that was part of it though cuz in the movie she's not like always horrible she's kind of like waiting to pounce sometimes yeah well is that kind of how it is or so there's a there's a reason that she's doing all that she does there's a reason that she's like manipulating herself into getting this nursing job at this one hospital um and so you slowly the story slowly unravels and at the end of each episode it's it does leave you on cliffhangers with some of them where it's like oh dang so that's what's happening you know oh Um, okay yeah, and I will say there's a little bit of a lesbian storyline. Um, oh, well, you know, Sarah Paulson <laughs> is a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, and Cynthia Dixon's in it from um, Oh, Sex another the City. lesbian. Yeah, yeah so, Nixon, anyway. not Dixon. Nixon. Oh, sorry. Cynthia Nixon. Yes, you're right. Thank you. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, but it's it's good, and I really liked, it's based in, like, the 1940s. And oh. I liked I liked like the old timey feel of it, and the mm-hmm. there was a lot there were a lot of colors in the scenes, and the costuming oh. was really good. So oh, all of that I, I really liked. Oh, and I always like that stuff, and that's that can really make or break things. Like whenever they do something from an, from a specific time period like that, and it's just and it's just done kind of like so so. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, you don't even really notice it, but then when they do it really well and you do notice it, it's like I almost enjoy watching it, even if I'm not into the story. I like watching all of that stuff. It's interesting. Yeah. I always yeah, like the I clothes think you would and like stuff. It. You definitely need to watch it, Jack. I might give it a try. Mm-hmm. I would, you know, I'm. I'm down, you know, I'll give it a try. So anyway, I mean, yeah, that's all that I've been watching. So we can go ahead and hop on over to pop culture. Well, yeah, I was going to say one thing I have in my pop culture that I do want to watch. It actually went live today on Netflix is that Enola Holmes with Millie Bobby Brown. Oh, yeah, we talked about um, that. What's his face? Henry Cavill. 
Um, so yeah, like it's on, it's on Netflix as of today. It looks really cute. And it, I think it's getting like, it's getting good reviews. Like people like it, how it's like, you know, it's an old story. They're saying something about how Sherlock is like one of the most, like, it's a, it's a character that's been like the most done out of all the characters of everything, you know, like they're always people are always trying to come up with a new version of Sherlock and they were like this one's really fun because it's like focused on the little sister and she's like all hashtag feminism <laughs> yeah yeah I give that a shot Shotsky for, sh- for sure give it a Shotsky okay so what else have been pop culture okay so the you know Ruth Bader Ginsburg died which is like really sad she was also hashtag feminism mm-hmm. um the Supreme Court Justice they're putting that movie that came out on the basis of sex which was about her um they're putting it back in theaters like because Ooh. because she died yeah and I was I haven't seen it I did see it like was trending or something on iTunes you know like it was in the top 20 so I was like oh I, I would watch that for sure that's one that we almost went and saw I remember we did and yeah it's about like the gender equality pay like um how we still struggle with that in America but like how it became it was a big deal she she argued it um when she was really young obviously and so you know she was she started to make you know great strides for gender equality I want to say it was like in the 50s maybe even or maybe 60s I don't know um that that happened but yeah she was a boss a b yeah maybe if it comes back in the theaters we can go see it and do it on here oh for sure yeah i would like that i would like that for sure all right Um, cool we'll see you later okay (laughs) that's my favorite so um i also saw that they're making like another walking dead show like really yes i was like first of all why W-H-Y period. Wait, is this a spinoff with Carol, uh, Carol and Daryl or whatever? No, this is not that. It's I... called World. It's called Walking Dead World Beyond, and it's supposed to supposedly going to be like the younger generation who grew up in the world, like who have always lived in that world of zombies everywhere, Dang. and that they want it to be more like Stand by Me. Which whoa, great that's... movie that's a great movie and that's a lot to live up to so um yeah they're really trying to milk this walking dead thing for all they can which i don't know anyone else that still watches any of these shows like i don't know who's watching it but again they wouldn't make it if nobody watched it so right somebody's watching it where are you yeah yeah seriously hello out there is this thing on Um, on but um oh and this just came out like i don't know 30 minutes before we started recording Gigi Hadid and, Zane. and yeah. zane's baby <laughs> was born and again here we go breaking news breaking news like the baby i'm sure is gonna be the most beautiful baby in existence like remember i said that with joe jonas and self and sophie turner it's like too beautiful the kids are too beautiful i'm sure like because the parents are so dang pretty so i don't know but you know i mean did i talk about this the last time and this comes from my friend cameron where oh and i've told you this the beauty scale sometimes oh yeah it goes a little past 
sometimes like, you know, if you look at it like a clock and it'll, you know, like up to 12 is the best, but like sometimes it goes a little too far past the 12 and it's like going to like 13 and it's just like, Ooh, something's wrong with her face. Like, (laughs) yeah, you know, every, everyone is beautiful. Everyone is beautiful. Listen, you know what we're talking about. Uh, yeah, I mean, and again, it's like, you know, too beautiful and somebody going past the scale. It's like, still, you're beautiful. Um, yeah. But so another thing, so another thing that's coming on Netflix, September 25th, that's Friday, is there's going to be a Father of the Bride reunion special for charity. Ooh, Did you see this? I saw something yeah. with Father of the Bride, like on E! News, where they posted a picture of them. Yeah, but I didn't really they're like doing, read into it. They're doing like a Zoom like reunion thing. I don't know what exactly it's going to be. If they're just going to talk about making the movie, they haven't really said that much. But it's like they're doing it for for charity. Um, so it's going to be all of them, you know, in the little boxes like Hollywood Squares talking. Probably mm-hmm. um, they said Father of the Bride three ish. So maybe it'll be like a little update of like where the characters are at or something. Because if you watch the video, it's like I watched the little trailer today. It said it was like it's a screen of like somebody's looking at their email and it's like at the top is like the little brother. What was his name? Cameron Banks. And it's like family meeting tonight at seven, you know. And so it was like Annie was like looking at her or the dad was looking at his email or something. I don't know. And that was played by Kieran Culkin, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I know. And we love those movies. Oh, I love those movies. The second one was my favorite. Really? They're both so good. Like, well, you know, like, honestly, babies were born. Yeah. I know. That is a weird thing. (laughs) When she was a kid, she wanted to watch, she would sit through an entire movie just to see the baby be born in the last 10 minutes. I like movies where, like, a chick had a baby. I don't know what the deal was. It was a weird thing. I even liked Junior, where Arnold Schwarzenegger had a baby. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. making me laugh. And I, I was, did not know that one. The weird thing is I was maybe, like, Tess's age. Like, I was, like, six years old. I'm 28, for reference. <laughs> that's funny that, like, you liked that movie because... Arnold Schwarzenegger had a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. That you yeah. crack me up, I swear. <laughs> but yeah, I the yeah, I'm definitely going to be tuning in to the Father of the Bride thing. Mhm. Um, let's see. The did you see Hillary Duff's husband got her name tattooed on his butt? <laughs> yes, I did. Hillary. And like I'm so for that. Like that is totally something I would do. <laughs> I could see you doing that. Sorry, and I Mom. like how I like how he kind of made fun of it, how he was like, Good luck ever winning an argument with your wife when her name's tattooed on your butt. Like I'd be like, You're the idiot who tattooed my name on your butt, so I'm right. Like <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure. That is really for funny. sure. I know. And it was just like, you know, whatever. It's just whatever. But um, then the other thing, did you see that Jana Kramer and her husband came out with a book about yeah. like their yeah. whole deal? I follow her pretty closely. Well, and um, I listen to their podcast here and there, too. And yeah. I mean, props to them because they've been through some shit. 
but they um, have I, the book I i'm like sure does deep dive into it probably even more than the podcast they've been they've done really well about like keeping everything open and for those who don't know it's like she's like a country singer she was on one tree hill she's beautiful and then her husband beautiful. is mike cawson c-a-s-s-i-n he was a football player mm-hmm. and and he's a sex addict so she has caught him you know they've gone through it with the infidelity stuff and like he's gone to like um, rehab and therapy and like they almost got divorced a couple of times like when it all first came out and so like they've vowed you know to like going forward like you know he's an addict and she's trying to keep that in mind they have kids together so she did say a big part of the reason why she stayed was the kids but like you know she's she's kind of loving him through it and he's trying to be better so it's yeah. it's just a really interesting story and I think that you know infidelity is something that happens a lot and when people can see that they're not the only ones that's going through it it's like you know it'll probably help some people yeah so yeah for sure I was like I kind of want to I kind of want to you know just read it for the deets but you know <laughs> yeah no I feel the same way and their podcast is pretty good like I've listened to it a few times and they like they get very vulnerable on there and like have cried and shared like a lot about whenever like because they have like different triggers in their relationship like this is a boundary that you cannot cross like and oh like, yeah he he crossed that boundary the other day or like oh know. anyway and, and different things because also one for him is like her she can't just constantly bring it up you know like right and guilt him if they're trying to work through it you know so it's right anyway it's very interesting and very vulnerable of them to do and that's awesome because I think that that's it's like people really feel like they're the only ones in the world going through stuff like that Mm -hmm. and when you can see that like a beautiful young actress and a football player like can't you know they have struggles just because they have money doesn't mean that their life is perfect it's far from it you know and yeah um triggers and stuff that happens in normal relationships and yeah it's like she it's just interesting to me that she she's so public about like she stayed she's like you know I I'm gonna love him through this because like and he loves her you know Mm -hmm. it's like it's not even necessarily like he's not fulfilled in their relationship but you know it's just it's just a lot (laughs) yeah it's the what else you got for pop culture Emmys? Um, that I think is pretty much it. Um, I then is next. Um, do we want to talk a little bit about Batch Nash? Yeah, real <laughs> quick. I was I did write down the Emmys, but like I didn't watch. Oh them. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I totally forgot. We didn't talk about the Emmys at all. Shit's Creek won big, y'all. Yes, and which we love. Show. We love Shit's Creek. I, mean, I have. <laughs> Oh, it's such a good show. And that character, the character of David is like one of my favorite characters of all time. Yeah, we're going to do a special app where we talk about our favorite characters and he will definitely be on the. Oh, totally. And he has like the best overly dramatic gifs like to choose whenever I'm, I just need (laughs) like ridiculously dramatic where he's always like, um, 
what? <laughs> yeah. Lots of times when I'm looking for a GIF, I just type in Shit's Creek because almost something can come up for almost anything I'm looking for. Yes, for real. He's <laughs> he's so good. So yeah, they won big time, which I was so happy for them because they they I mean they swept the category of comedy, right? They got best actor, supporting actor, actress, supporting actress writing and show yeah didn't they yes they like did. that is they legit swept the category like and daniel Le- levy is the he plays david and he's one of the writers he created the show so like mm-hmm. he won for best supporting actor and he won for the show and he won for the writing like it's just it was really i was really happy for them yeah. did you watch any of the emmys or did you see any of it nope i just kept up with what was on social media i had it on like i had it on in the background i was like i don't know was it sunday night i was doing something else but so i kind of watched and it was like kind of weird but also kind of like fine like you know they had people up on zoom for like the fight you know the people that were nominated in the category so it all showed their faces before they announced it and some of the little skits were kind of weird, but I was like, I mean, this is fine. The only thing I miss was the clothes because I love the fashion. A fashion. Um, but um, yeah, it was it was good. It was what fine. else? Yeah, it was fine. What else? Like one really big. Um, um, succession saw, was winning was, a lot. That's exactly what I was about to say. And <laughs> I, Succession was really good. Two seasons are on HBO now. Or HBO that's Max. one I still need to watch. I know. Oh, you haven't watched that yet, Jack? Ooh. No. I know. You told that me show was so good. I'd re yeah. I'd rewatch that. Like I might re-binge it when- before the next season comes out. Has Angela watched it? Because maybe you'll have to. No, she hasn't. <laughs> and so I might make her sit through it with me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. What else did you have to say about the Emmys? Anything? That's really it. Succession was the only other thing that um, I really remember seeing because um, I love that show. But yeah, basically, yeah. I mean, we can move on. The Emmys were on. That's basically what we have yeah, to report. Yeah, the Emmys happened. They happened last week. And so, yeah, so I did a huge deep dive on tv ratings because i was looking into which seasons of the bachelor and bachelorette were the most viewed because it's kind of something that like i'll hear them talk about on podcasts how some are better than others and it's really really complicated (laughs) like because i think you have to factor in like the tvs obviously that are watching it live and then people who stream it the next day and then people who stream it a week later, you know, it's like, yeah, it's dang. really just a lot to get, to get ratings down, to get like the whole rating system down. But so I did, I looked at the last 10 seasons of Bachelor and Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. And um, so the thing is, they're always looking for the category of the 18 to 49 year old range. Like that's the group of people that they want watching the show. And like, because I, w- I was kind of trying to look at it on Wikipedia and it was just like, oh, only 6 million people watched it. But then like when I looked further into it, it's like, no, way more people watched it. And the thing is, people in the 18 to 49 or 42, did I say 42, 49? Range, 49. That, they, that they 
love the show like and they're the most important viewers and so so out of the last 10 seasons the most recent two seasons peter and colton were the most watched um according to this you know whatever i found out of the last how many seasons well out of so i only i only calculated the 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 last 10 yeah and so it's basically like the viewership has gone up every year like but sometimes it goes down a little bit like it went down a little bit for ari and it went down a little bit um because like Ben Flanick or Ben F, or if you say his name, he's down at the bottom. Um, and he wasn't he wasn't the oldest one. The oldest one was um Jason Mesnick. He's like at um he's, he's like at number six. So, you know, but like according to these numbers, it's like Ben F was like a 109. I don't really know exactly what that number means, but then like Brad's second season was 128. Sean was 131. Those are like the bottom three. And then at the very top is Peter, who was 222. So like double the bottom, if that makes so sense. So they're still, they're just still rocking it. Is basically they're still saying. killing it so hardcore. Like the, it showed how they would consider like the ones at the bottom where it's like Ben season, Ben Flanick season and Sean, the ones at the bottom, that those would be considered a hit. And then, like, the higher watch seasons were, like, Nick, Bial, Ben, um, Higgins, of course. Um, even Ari was was highly watched. Um, and Colton. Those would be considered big hits. But they said Peter is, like, a mega hit. Like, it's off the charts hit. What? I know. And I don't think that it's because it's Peter. I think that it's just because it's just such a thing. It's just growing like, it so matter. much. It's just growing. It doesn't matter who the bachelor is. People are just always going to watch. Listen, we say it every year. We're like, we can. I mean, we can like talk crap about Peter's season all we want, but we watched every daggum episode and like, (laughs) yeah, no shame. We sure did, and it did start to get a little like, okay, these girls are like really fighting a lot. But trust me, I did not want to miss one minute of it. I was like, as soon as I turn it off, there'll be something interesting that happens. Yeah. But then, so it's kind of the same with the girls. Like, it's basically, um, like, let me see, Hannah, like, Hannah B, which was the most recent one, she's at the very top, and it's considered a mega hit. And then, like, the next one below um, is not as high as Hannah, but it was Becca, and it's still considered, like, a huge hit in the ratings yeah so you know and it's like becca and jojo were at the very top rachel was fourth which i was like that's not you know that's pretty good still rachel yeah um and like you know the older seasons of the top 10 of bachelorette like andy desiree ashley h um emily those are like down towards the bottom but it's still considered a huge hit and that was like 10 years ago you yeah, know, they so just get tons of views. It's just crazy. They just, they just do. There's a reason the show is so popular. Yeah, but so the top four of Bachelor is it goes Peter's number one, Colton is number two, number three is Nick, and number four is Ben Higgins. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for the girls, Hannah's number one, Becca's number two, 
Jojo is number three and Rachel's number four. And then right under that is Caitlin. You know, so like yeah. it's just a daggum hit, like you said, daggum. It's just a huge hit. People love the show. And I was like, I had no idea that TV ratings were so complex. But of yeah, course, geez. like everything in America, we can't do anything simply of curse. Of of curse. <laughs> Yeah, but was there any new Bachelor Nation like news this past week? There really hasn't been much, have there? Oh, really? One thing that I, I mean, did hear is that Cassie's restraining order was granted by a judge. Yes, and I heard on the Chatty Broads podcast that um, the the text messages are out there where you can read them now. So, Jackie, oh. if you want to get on that. Yeah, I was going to say, excuse me while I go look, and I will for sure be looking up to see. I'll screenshot it and send it to you if I find anything juicy. I'm sure it's not, like, juicy. Well, it's just, like, upsetting to her. Yeah, they, you know? like, like, they, like, mentioned and read some of them. And, really? I mean, yeah, it is, like, he he was definitely, like, oh, I don't know. She, that restraining order needed to be granted. Oh, wow. See, and that's what they were saying. I heard on the Almost Famous podcast, they were saying that, you know, her her restraining order was granted. And the thing is, like, you know, we don't know everything, but mm-hmm. the judge did. The judge right. who decided that did know everything, and he granted her a restraining order, which says everything and again they were also saying it's no reason to cancel colton right obviously he needs to you know some help he needs some help and they were like if he would just it's like he hasn't said anything um really about it and they were like if he would just come out and be like you know you guys i was hurting i was in pain i reacted in a horrible way and i'm you know i want to grow and i you know then everyone would forgive him and love him. It's just like, you just have to say that, like, you acknowledge what you did was wrong, you know? Yeah, like, and I think, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just... It's hard. It's, it's really it's hard. It's sad, but, like, um, like they were saying on that podcast again, shout out, um, <laughs> was just that, like, some people were like, are you Team Cassie or are you Team Colton? And it's not at all, like, a, a matter of no. that. Like, obviously, like, Cassie you know, did what she needed to do. And like, it's very sad for Colton that um, he's going through something so bad, but it doesn't like justify those actions and like he needs to get some help. For real. And it it doesn't mean that he's like beyond, he's beyond help Mm -hmm. or he's beyond growing or anything. It's like, he's just gone through, I mean, we've all had our hearts broken. It's really not fun. And Mm -hmm. imagine if you were doing it like, in such a public way mm-hmm. and you can only imagine how how hard that would be and yeah. it's scary women have to deal with this kind of stuff all the time men too hey women you know there have been uh, restraining orders against plenty of women too but you know it's like it's scary for a woman to you know because of a man especially like a huge man like colton like if he wanted to hurt her he could hurt her really bad you know yeah and and that's just it's scary so hopefully he's getting the help and hopefully he's doing some reflecting Mm -hmm. and you know i did listen to um jason tardic i love him did you listen to his in-depth on no i just started it actually so i'm Uh, in the process he okay so uplifting he is so he w- he came in third on Becca's season and now he's with Caitlyn and I 
remember Becca always loved him and he was the one that she said was the best kisser. <laughs> remember that? Yes. She yes, was always right. like Jason's kisses. Oh my gosh. But he has always been so well-spoken, so just like kind and um, positive. When you hear him talk, I'm like, wow, I wish I could be friends with him. Um, but yeah, him and Caitlin seem so cute and like, I really want them to get engaged and start having babies. She said that Dancing with the Stars is her last hurrah. And yeah, he definitely she, she always talks on her podcast about like she wants to have babies too, you know, like now. Yeah. He um he did say that he did say like, oh, we've definitely talked about like who we want to be at our wedding. Like they talk about it as a win, not an if. Yeah, know? for so, sure. Like, I think they're just waiting for like the right time, probably for her to finish dancing with the stars and whatever. And I'm sure he's planning something as we speak, you know, because we know them. Oh yeah, obviously we know them. Um, I really wish I'm like, he should write a book about how to be like a good person, how to be hopefully a good boyfriend. I mean, I'm assuming he's a good boyfriend. He seems just like, the best at everything <laughs> he does I don't know. And it's funny on the podcast sometimes I get the vibe that like you know Caitlin look we're all human and she and like you spend a lot of time with someone and they could kind of start to annoy you at some point oh, yeah. and I feel like sometimes she is kind of like yeah 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 like we get it like you're like so positive and like so great like <laughs> you know kind of thing. yeah um, yeah it's funny but um, is... no they are super cute and he does seem like a real gem of a man he really does like he should just you know he i i he should write a book about how to be how to be a gem of a guy and that's another thing did you hear on almost famous um the episode ben higgins is writing a book about how he so i guess i don't really remember this when it started but like he's always felt unlovable yes i do remember this and i did see that yeah yeah so he like wrote a book about it was like his thing yeah, it was his thing. And so he's like, you guys, it's not a tell all about me being the bachelor. He's like, it's about me working through, you know, feeling unlovable and feeling not enough. And he's like, look, I even feel like that with, with my friends. I'm like, it's not just in relationships. He's like, I'm always like, why are these guys even friends with me? I'm not worth it. You know? Yeah. And, and I'm just like, wow, that's so sad. I'm not a person that feels that way. But I'm um, like, I could see, you know, it's everybody has their, you know, negative ways of looking at themselves. And that's just his particular one, which I just find it interesting. He's so he doesn't seem like that. He seems so. It just goes to show you, you never know what someone's going through. That's right. And I love him and his his fiance, Jess. She seems so sweet. She does. She does. Um, and and okay, one more thing uh, about the almost famous Bachelor podcast. Did you see that Ashley I is off the pill, and her and Jared are trying to get pregnant? I did, <laughs> of course, I did. Of course, you did. It was on. I mean, she put it on Instagram. Like it was part of some ad that she had on Instagram, where she's like, "I'm off the pill, and this app is helping me to track my whatever." You know, I you know that those was. companies were totally like, "Let us know, like we're ready to pay you." Oh, for us. sure. Like, she's got to sure. on her door for that. I know, right? For sure. So, yeah, I'm just like, um, I just, I'm here for love. When they all find love, I'm just so happy. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes me happy. It makes us <laughs> herper. 
<laughs> Herper. Bernadurk Kermberdurched. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was my favorite. Um, but Herper is a good one too. <laughs> it marks this Herper. <laughs> yeah, Kelsey and I do this thing. If you guys want to practice it at home, you just got to add an R into like every like word e- that you say. ER, I feel like. <laughs> ER, yeah. ER. Is right. Like further of the bird. <laughs> the social delermer. <laughs> That's a stretch. A bird of a stretch. But... <laughs> oh, gosh. It's so funny. And like, I. <laughs> I say it to my mom. I'm like, hi, mom. And then sometimes we text it to each other and it takes us a second. We have to like slowly read it out to figure out what we're trying to say. Yes. Or we'll like totally try to. Okay. So one that we like to say to each other is as usual. And we did kind of have a long discussion about how we would type spell that out. In text, how do we right? spell use as usual? <laughs> And what did we decide on? Was it remember. like Y U G E or Y O U G E as usual? As usual. You know, or we could just type usual. But no. Or we, yeah, no, that's not fun at all. Like, it's fun to shorten words. They're not, or what is it? They're just, They're just words. words. They don't they control, don't control us. us. Yeah. Exactly. We can go have a little chat shit. Yeah. <laughs> What? They're just words. They don't control us. That's Tosh.0. That's it's Tosh.0 joke. Shout out. I know. I'm like, I I remember things like that that make me laugh, and then I'll say it until the end of time. But I'll always say it's from Tosh.0. Yeah, we <laughs> give we give cred where creds do. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Except I feel like we made up that language, so. Yeah, well, and it just it just totally makes sense that you and I would have our own language. Like it's just yeah, it you just know, does. yeah. We just we just do. And we have a lot of Ernster jerks. Ernster jerks. Ernster jerks, and we have um, we always call each other Giselle. That's from Enchanted. Yeah, <laughs> that's from back in the day. That's from years ago, and that one has stuck. Giselle, <laughs> yeah, it has stuck. And actually, the other day, I forgot to tell you this. It's been a couple weeks now. Oh, Angela was like, "Is Jackie's middle name Giselle?" <laughs> That's so cute. Because you're literally in my phone as Giselle. Anyway, this is like a tell-all app, you know, where you're just really getting to know us. You really are. No, I know. Well, okay, and I'm I okay. So I did not know that my name is Giselle on your phone, but you know what your name is. But I got to tell the story. Yes. So Kelsey in my phone is Kelsey, and then the the poop emoji. Just cause, just cause I like the poop emoji, right? So then I get a new car. And it like read it can read your text message to you, <laughs> and it's like new message from Kelsey, smiling pile of poo. <laughs> and I can I Jeez. I was driving down the road, dying laughing, like I was laughing so hard. Kelsey, smiling pile of poo. <laughs> I can just see you like all of a sudden just dying laughing as that comes up. <laughs> That was a good one. I will never forget that ever that my whole good. life. That was just so funny. I know, and people are like, why is she Kelsey Poop? And I'm like, I don't know, just because it's funny. Like, 
I don't have to explain my weirdness to you, okay? <laughs> yeah, nobody understands us. Uh, yeah, we're just, and that's why we're set. We're so close, and like, hey, maybe we should start a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, we should. We could just be recording ourselves right now, you know. And... <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Anyway, back. To oh yeah. The show. Yeah. Okay. Well, what so... what else do we have? Well, I mean, I got a couple movie quotes. If you want to just hop on over to that. Oh yeah, let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Okay, I feel like this one's kind of hard. Okay. Here I go. You are literally too stupid to insult. Mm. Too stupid to insult. You are literally too stupid. Are you saying it wrong? No, that's it. You are literally too stupid to insult. And then the person he's talking to, it's a guy, um, says, thank you. Oh, I don't know. It's not Tommy Boy. It's not Tommy Boy. I keep no. thinking of all the times when he's like, are you talking? Or he's like, oh, I can <laughs> hear you getting fatter. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's The Hangover. Oh. That's I okay. I've that only seen that once one. or twice. And I thought about oh, doing yeah. one that you probably really get from that, but you know, like, um, I'm sure you get this question a lot, but did the real Caesar live here or whatever the hell that quote is? <laughs> yeah, anyway. But instead, yeah. I decided to make it a little harder. So, Suri, Jerry, well, you, you didn't get the er- one. <laughs> that's, okay. that's why it's fun, because you don't pick the most common, the most known quotes. That's what makes it fun. <laughs> right. And so the next one, you ready? I'm ready. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. Oh, so easy. Anchorman! <laughs> yeah, see, you know. then I 60% drop percent of the time, it works every, every time. time. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Oh, there's so many good quotes. How about, um, it might be, it might be, I'm going to go do some jogging. It might be jogging. It might be a soft J. <laughs> soft J. <laughs> Oh, and then when they're like, they're like tripping on, I don't know, whatever drug they take and they're like bouncing on rainbows and she's like, look at that cool rainbow. Do me on it. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's I one even... I haven't seen in a long time. I know. I haven't seen that one in a long time either. Yeah, that's a good Classic. one. So it, it's a classic. So yeah. And Will Ferrell, like I've, I'm always, you know got the office on in the background and I just cut to the part where he takes over for Michael Scott and like those are classic episodes even though Michael Scott just left yeah D'Angelo Vickers where he's just like I'll take babies I don't give a crap about for 500 (laughs) yeah they they knew that uh, losing Michael Scott they had to come in strong with someone in those first few episodes they did for sure and like oh gosh he was so funny on the Dundies episode where he's like um he doesn't want to get up in front of all the people and he doesn't know what to say so he's like oh, okay here comes our new boss D'Angelo Vickers and so like he slowly brings the microphone up to his mouth and he's like so where were you on 9-11 mm-hmm. <laughs> oh so good so good uh, classic oh, Will Ferrell he is just hilarious 
hilarious. We've got to come up with something that like you do or that like like I give you. I don't know something because you're really good at the impressions. Like Thanks. you know what we should do is maybe we should do like somebody that you can do an impression of, but you have to do like you know an impression of like the Grinch trying to order food at McDonald's or something weird. You know okay. what I mean? <laughs> or like the Grinch ordering from Chick-fil-A or, you know, like um, what other movies do you like besides the Grinch? And is that your favorite? Um, <laughs> Elf. Elf. Okay. Elf. Dumb and dumber. Like Elf shopping at Target or just like, you know, <laughs> I could just see it. It would be so good. Maybe we should what's one that that you want to do like the grinch going to chick-fil-a <laughs> yeah sure sure would that be a good one why don't you work on that for next week and we'll just okay. see how it goes okay we can so, do that. like we can because you're so good at the impressions you really are <laughs> oh stop it oh stirp <laughs> I, can't, I can't cancel that again <laughs> <laughs> Dinner with myself, I can't cancel that again. 4.30, jazzercise. 5.30, dinner with me, I can't cancel that again. 6.30, wrestle, wrestle with myself, loathing. I'm booked. Man, I'm about um, to bust out those movies. Oh, I know. It's almost time to. I know, yeah. It's almost Christmas movie time. We're almost to October. Harsh crowd. October, harsh crowd. end of October is usually kind of when I start. So yeah, I got about another month. November 1st, I feel like, is okay to start decorating. And listen, I don't forget about Thanksgiving, okay? I love Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still, I feel like, because Christmas decorations are such a thing, at least for me. Oh, yeah. That I want oh, them to be time. up as as long as possible, you know, without no, feeling too. inappropriate. Because, listen, the, like, the day after Christmas, or, I mean, I guess by January 1st. I take them yeah. down. I'm not trying to linger, you know, like. No, like, but you just want to, like, enjoy it when it's the right time. And, like, yeah. who says it can't start until, like, after Thanksgiving? And yeah. I always, this is what I always say. I'm like, look, it's my house. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm an adult. Okay. I do whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm, like, super getting tired. So, can we? Oh. I'm we like, can wrap pe- this up. It's pierced my bird term. <laughs> well, and I feel like this is we've been on for a while, but it, oh, it's a little over an hour. It's so a we longer did go a little than usual. Longer up than usual, but you know, we did have a little. Uh, you know, we went off the rails there for a little bit with yeah. the with the Jaggy and Kelsey lingo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This will have a nice little get to know us segment. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm like that. This could be considered a. Uh, what what did you call it? A uh, back, uh, not background. What did you call it? I see. Special. I'm, I'm think I'm special, but no, just like getting to know us, like deets on us as individuals and in depth. <laughs> in depth, yeah. And I mean, obviously, I can't even talk anymore, so I think I'm starting to get tired myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, shall we sign off then? We shall. All right, three. Two, one. Kevin!